I'm privileged, I only get to do this about once a year really, but I'm privileged to introduce our special guest speaker. I have as much confidence in this speaker than, I have more confidence in this speaker than anybody that I know of. And that's because I live with her every single day of my life and she puts up with me. And I want to tell you, that takes great grace to put up with me. Uh, it takes, even, there's opportunities come up from time to time, mostly once a day, that I also have to have mercy. And, and she extends grace and mercy, mercy to me. So on this Mother's Day 2023, I want you to give uh, Sister Sarah a welcome as she comes to, to minister in the service this morning. Can you welcome her? She, she tells me, she tells me she gets nervous. And, uh, she says, I get really nervous. I said, why? She said, because I'm not used to doing this. I said, well, listen, you can get up there and mess up. I said, because you're the reason that I said, they're, you're the one that they love. I said, they don't love me. They tolerate me. They love you. So, uh, so, uh, I try to encourage her a little bit in the Lord. And, uh, Nikki, I think the slides are working. Let me double check for my, uh, yeah. So, so we're good. We're good. You're good to go. We're good to go. Just tell me what I push when I'm ready to go. Right and left. Right and left. Right and left. Okay. I'm already nervous about what to push. Because he said this morning on the drive over, he said, do you want to use the clicker or you want them to do it? And I said, well, I want to do it, but we'll see if I can do it right. Um, now, he already inter- said a little something about that we have a gift for every woman. And that is for every woman, 18 and over, mother or not, we want to give a gift. And then we've got a special gift, and then we've got two giveaways. Now, um, but as we start today, this morning in our life group class, Alicia asked the question. We talked about our mom's. We talked about some favorite memories. We talked about some funny memories, some of those things. I want to ask you that as you go through your day today, I realize Mother's Day can be a sad day in a lot of ways for women who have never got to have children, which which I am one of those, or a, a woman who has, has has children and has lost children. I can only imagine that. And then for those of us who our mothers have passed away and been gone, some of us many years, we miss them and, and we, we think about those things today. So today, find somebody to say a kind word to, to say something to, to encourage them today. Some, somebody. But, um, I'm not really doing a Mother's Day message and, Somebody asked me this morning, was I going to preach? And I said, well, no, I don't really preach. Um, I will speak once in a while when I'm asked to speak, but I'm, I, I do not say that I am called to preach. And you probably agree after you hear me, so okay. But um, my the title of what I'm going to talk about today is a little bit different. So I have a question to ask. Is there anybody in here who can say that you want to be fat? Okay, that's what I figured the response was going to be. That nobody would say yes. You know, most of us women, if we sit around and talk, we're talking about how that we 
want to lose weight. But today, if I gave this a title for the slideshow, my title is, Do You Want to Be Fat? You'll understand a little bit better as I go. But we're going we're gonna to talk about this. I'm not talking about our physical weight, though. Aren't you glad of that? I'm not talking about our physical weight. But I hope that by the time you leave here today, you will say that you want to be fat for the Lord. Okay? Um, years ago, and I didn't look up how many years ago it was, Billy Graham passed away. And most everybody in this room can say that you've heard of Billy Graham. But at his funeral... One of his sons, most of his kids spoke, but one of his sons made this statement. And he said, I just want you to know that my father was fat. He was faithful, he was available, and he was teachable. So that's what we're going to talk about today, is being faithful and available and teachable. But as we look at what the dictionary says that faithful is, Faithful means to be loyal, constant, steadfast. We need to be steadfast and constant in our pursuit of God, in our in our pursuit of His Word, and in His in our pursuit of His purposes. Available by the dictionary says that it's able to be used or obtained. Are we are we making ourselves ready and able for the Lord to use? Are we really saying, God, I'm here and I'm willing to do whatever you want me to do, however you want to lead me, however you want to direct me, and then teachable? We kind of know what that is, but the dictionary says teachable is someone who is being is open to being taught. And that's not just being taught by someone else, but being taught by the Word of God. We need to be getting into the Word and allowing the Word to teach us every single day. So we're going to look at fat. So as we think about that, F. F stands for faithful. 1 Corinthians 4 and 2 says, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. We are called to be faithful. When we are faithful, when I'm faithful, God can use me. He can use me. He can trust me with assignments. He can trust me with responsibilities. And doesn't, it doesn't only mean that he can trust me, but I can trust him. Aren't you thankful that you can trust God? Even when we have a lot of questions in life, we can trust him. The best way a person to become a person full of faith is to spend time in his word, in the Bible, meditating on his word. Romans 10 and 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So if we want to be faithful, we need to be students of the Word, faithful to get into His Word, to learn more of Him. Because you know what? We don't need to just know about God, but we need to know Him and to be able to walk with Him. As we think about the faithfulness of God, we're going to look at that, the faithfulness of God's people. Enoch, when he died, it said that, that he, he walked with God faithfully for 300 years. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people, and he walked faithfully with God. As we think about God's faithfulness, i got to slow down. I'm nervous, y'all. I'm sorry. Deuteronomy 7 and 9 says 
that know therefore the Lord that the Lord your God is God. He is faithful. He is he is keeping his covenant to of love to a lost gener to a thousand generations and to all of those who love him and keep his commandments. So he has promised to be faithful. Second Thessalonians three says the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. He is there for us and with us. There are rewards to faithfulness. First Samuel twenty six says the Lord rewards everyone. For their righteousness and faithfulness. Proverbs 28 and 20 says that a faithful person will be richly blessed. So there are promises, there are rewards to his faithfulness. God encourages our faithfulness. And I'm just going to give you a few quick scriptures. Proverbs 3 says, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Again, we've got to get into the Word and know the Word to know the promises of God. Romans 12 and 12 says to be joyful in hope, faithful, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. So again, it's about us getting into the Word. Galatians 5.22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Again, there's that word faithfulness. And if you really look at your Bible, you'll see faithful and the word faithfulness throughout the Bible. Revelations 2 and 10 says, Be faithful even to the point of death, and I will give you life as a victor's crown. And then Joshua 24, 14 says, Now now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. So the first part of being fat is that we need to be faithful. It is something that we need to determine Lord, help me to be faithful to you, faithful to your word, faithful to walk with you. The next part of being being fat is being available. We need to be available, available to the Lord. In Isaiah 6 and 8, the Lord asks, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And then what the answer came was, Here am I, send me. We need to be people who can say, here I am, Lord, send me. Now, when, when we first began to talk about me, me speaking today, I did not know that Brian and Whitney were going to be here, but I'm going to throw them in as a little bit of an example. Brian and Whitney have given themselves to missions in a greater way. They have been willing to go to the missions field to serve there. They both have a heart for missions. I'm not saying that all of us have to have to go to the missions field, but we do need to make ourselves available to the Lord right where we are, that we can say, Lord, I want to be available to you. I want you to use me in some way, whatever that way is. We're not all called to be up here and be a part of the praise team singing. You don't want me up here singing, okay? Because my, my singing voice is very, very bad. But there's always something that we can do. I look out here and I see Taylor. Taylor has a heart for kids and and wanting to teach kids. But if she'll make herself available, God will use her in that. Wherever we are, God will use us if we will make ourselves available to him. So God is looking for volunteers. He's looking for people who will say, I'm yours, Lord. I'm ready and I'm willing to do your will. But Being willing to do his will means sometimes giving up our will and laying that aside. 
So we need we need to ask ourselves, are we? I'm gonna. This wasn't in my notes, but I'm gonna share this. You guys know that we just went on the conference bus trip to Canada. We and each time we would have meals, we would try to just sit with whoever with different people. So we sat at a table with two ladies one night. And so I was just trying to ask a few questions, get to know them a little bit. And this woman, I don't think she'd mind me saying, she's 79 years old. You wouldn't know it to see her and to, to see her, you know, she could leave me in the dust walking. But she was sharing about the goodness of God and how that God made a way for her. And she started out in banking and she said, you know, then I realized that I was going to have to be willing to make some changes if, if, if I was going to continue in my job because they were making changes. So when she was 60 years old, there was the opportunity to move to Charlotte and to continue her banking career. And she said, you know, part of me was like, I don't want to move to Charlotte. I don't know anybody in Charlotte. I want to stay right here where I'm around everybody that I know. I have family here. I have a good church family. And she said, to be honest, my church family was praying for me to stay right there too. But she said, that's not what God did. She said, God opened a door for me to go to Charlotte. And she stayed there until, I think she worked until she was 68. But God continued to move her up and to bless her in that job. And she said when she was 68, God gave her the opportunity that then she could work from home for a few years. And so she said, I was able to work from home before I retired. They let me move back to Draper and and they set me up so I could work from home. And she said, then when I did retire, God has blessed me that I am I am well taken care of. She didn't say she was rich, but she said it was just God taking care of me. She said, I questioned God when he wanted me to move to Charlotte. And I said, why would you make me move to Charlotte away from everything and everybody I know? But she said, now I look back, I know that God was taking care of me. And she said, but I had to make myself willing to do what God wanted to do. I had to say, yes, God, I will do that. We're not all going to have to move away and all, but we do need to make ourselves available to what God is wanting to do in our lives. If we will do that, Through that, he will bless us and provide for us in ways that we can't even imagine. But as we, as we think about available, God never looks for ability. He, he calls us and then he equips us. He doesn't say you have to be totally equipped and prepared for this beforehand. If, if we will come and make ourselves available, he will do the equipping. Adrian Rogers, and my husband quotes Adrian Rogers sometimes, and I will I will tell you, if you want to hear some good sermons, go on YouTube and pull up Adrian Rogers, and he 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 has been passed away for several years, but he gives some good words. But but this is what he used to say: the best ability is availability. And you know what? We all can make ourselves available to the Lord. So I challenge you. Be willing to make yourself available to the Lord. And if it's something you struggle with right now, then say, Lord, I need you to help me that I will lay down myself and be available to you. So we've had part of fat, faithful and available. As we think about availability, Samuel was willing. He said, here am I. 
when, and as we look at in Second Corinthians, for all God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ, our amen sends to God for his glory. So that's one reason why I asked Pam to do yes and amen. And she said, uh, I don't know, but, but they did it because all of his promises are yes and amen. We have to make the choice to walk in them. So as we, as we look at that, Psalm 40 and 8 says, I desire to do your will, my God. So if, if we are struggling to give ourselves over to the will of God, pray the word of God, find you some scriptures and begin to pray the word of God. And he will help us. Again, faithful and available. Now, as we, as we look at faithful and available, the Lord in Psalm 145, 18 says, The Lord is near to all who call upon him and to all who call upon him in truth. Isaiah 41 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. He has given us promises throughout the word. But it is up to us to make ourselves available. But as Christians, we need to strive to make ourselves available to the Lord. Sometimes that demands sacrifice. And sometimes it means stepping out of our comfort zone like the lady that I shared the story of. But when we are willing to do that, he will bless us in great ways. We, if we can learn to be willing to say, yes, God. Our problem a lot of times is we want to figure it all out and know exactly what God is doing, what his plan is, and where he's going to take us in, in, rather than just walking with him through the process. Um, in Joshua 1, verses 1 through 9, I'm going to, I'm going to read this to you. This This is just a little bit of, of, of what happened with Joshua. Obedience is required if we're going to follow the Lord. I'm not going to tell you obedience is easy, but there's always a blessing with obedience. In Joshua 1, it says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land that I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to the, to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. That's a pretty hefty promise. No one will be able to stand against you. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. And I believe the Lord is saying today, just as he was with Moses, he will be with us. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Verse 7 says, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. 
Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. He has promised to be with us. He has promised to be faithful. But he's asking us to be faithful and to be available. Our next one, as we finish up that, is teachable. We're called to be teachable. Our, our prayer should be, Lord, give me a heart that is good soil so that your word can penetrate and bear fruit. Because that's what we need. We need his, his word to penetrate and to bear fruit. God is not looking for those who, for those open to, not only those who are open to instruction, but he's also wants us to be open to correction. Boy, we like that word, don't we? You know, you know, think about your kids when you have to tell them, no, they can't have something, no, they can't do something, they're not too happy. Even when we were older kids, we didn't necessarily like it when, when we got in trouble for something. But correction is good for us. And we, as te- if we're going to be teachable, we have to be open to correction. David prayed, let the godly strike me. It will be a kindness. If they correct me, it is soothing medicine. Don't let me refuse it. If you and I truly want to grow strong in the Lord, we need people around us who will challenge us and who will love us enough to tell us the truth and point out blind spots so that we can work on them. Because we all have blind spots. Sometimes we can think we're all really good, but sometimes we, when, sometimes, and okay, he's my husband, okay? But sometimes when he preaches, he's, he's hitting me right where I'm living. But I need to be willing to take that and then use that to help me to grow in the Lord. We all need to. We need to be open to the correction. We need, we need people in our lives who will challenge us and say, I sometimes need somebody to challenge me and say, uh, Sarah, you think uh, maybe you're having a little bit of a bad attitude about that? Maybe you need to think about it this way. And I know I'm not the only one. But teachable. Some scriptures. Proverbs 12 says, Whoever loves discipline, and most of us don't love discipline. I'm sorry, but we don't. But whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. The NIV says, but whoever hates correction is stupid. I'm sorry, but that's what the NIV translation says. So we need to, we need to, we need to stop ourselves. You know, we want our kids and grandkids to listen, don't we? We want them to accept correction. But sometimes as adults, we don't. But that scripture right there, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. Whoever hates correction is stupid. I don't want to be stupid. Proverbs 4 and 5 says, Get wisdom, get understanding, do not forget my words or turn away from them. And you know, in Joshua, what I read to you said to follow his word, to not turn from the left or to the right. We need to be people willing to follow his word. And then Hosea 4 and 6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We have the word. Most of us in this room have more than one Bible, especially in our homes, if, even if you don't have 
more than one personally. In your home, there's probably several Bibles. A lot of, I didn't bring my phone up here, but most of us have, have our, a phone, a Bible app on our phone. I do. So we can, we, we have the Bible at easy access. We have more access to the Word of God today than ever before in, in history. And yet we fail to read it and adhere to it. And, but he, he has said that we need to be teachable. We need to be willing to learn his word and to grow in his word. Oh, that we would be faithful to God. Oh, that we would be available to him and that we would be teachable. Teachable, wanting to know his word. Sadly, we live in a world that is broken. We live in a world that is sliding into a very dark abyss. And uh, y'all know how old I am, okay? I'm 61 years old. That's old, but that's not super old, okay? I'm not real old till I get 100, okay? So, but, but I've seen things in the last few years that I've even said I would have never have dreamed that I would see that in my lifetime. And most of you can probably say that too. We live in a, a dark world. We live in a world that is full of rebellion, full of, um, what is the word I want to use? Um, I'll just leave it there. But, but we who say that we are Christians, who say that we have the Lord living in us, we are called to make a difference. We can make a difference right where we are if we will be willing to be fat for the Lord. If we will be willing to really be faithful to Him and to His Word. If we will be available to Him, available to what, how He wants to use us and how He wants to speak through us. And if we will be teachable, that we can, will really, really get into His Word and, and walk in all of His ways. He can use us. He's looking for Christians that will be fat, who will say, Lord, I want to make a difference. Have you ever, have you ever said, I just feel like my life is not really worth anything and I'd like to know just what my life is, what, why, what my purpose is, what, what God, what my purpose is, why am I even here? Have you ever thought that or said that? Well, I'm not saying it's all about, but, but right there, if we'll be faithful to Him, He has called us to be faithful, whoever we are. He has called us to be available to Him, and He has called us to be teachable, to get into His Word, to know Him. Because if we don't, if we don't do that, how can we share it with anybody else? How can we shine the light to anybody else if we're not doing it for ourselves that we know what the Word says? Now, I'm not saying you got to be um, someone who has it all memorized. And I guess if, I'm going to say this. You can memorize the Word all day long and know and, and have it memorized, but if you don't live it, it's not doing you any good. Okay? It's not. But, but we need to be people who are faithful to the Lord, faithful to Him, faithful to His Word, available to Him however He wants to use us. And then be teachable, that he can teach us and then use us.
So I'm going to ask a question. And if you, if, but if you want to be fat for the Lord, if you want to be found faithful, if you want to be available, if you want to be teachable, then I want you to join me down here and let's pray together today. So as we gather, just, just come on, just make your way down and just, just pray and just ask the Lord to help you to be faithful to Him, available to Him, and teachable and used of Him. So, Father, as as we pray today, we are asking you, Lord, to help us. Help me, Lord. Help me, O oh Lord, to be fat for you, fat for your use, for your glory, for your honor, for your kingdom. Help us to be faithful, Lord, faithful to you, faithful to your word, Lord. Give us the courage, O oh Lord, to be available to you, available to what you want to do in us and through us, Lord. Available, Lord, to whatever you ask of us. And may we always be teachable in learning from you and your word. Lord, I just pray, God, that you would touch each and every person that is here today, oh Lord. God, those of us who who say we know you and those who may be here and, and, and have never experienced a walk with you or who are not walking with you today, I just pray, God, that you would challenge all of our hearts. Touch us, oh Lord. Draw us to you, oh Lord. God, I praise you because you love us so much, Lord, and you have a perfect plan for the salvation, Lord, of this world. But, Lord, you want to use us. You want to work through us to do that. And I pray, God, that we, oh, Lord, would be faithful to you, Lord, that we would be available to you, Lord, and that we would be teachable, God, that you could use us, Lord, in this world today. Oh, Lord, I pray, God, that you would touch every heart, every person here today, Lord. Minister, Lord, to each one, Lord. Wrap us in your love and let us feel your love and your spirit surrounding us and drawing us, O Lord. We praise you, O Lord. We glorify you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. 